I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. Today, we're going to talk about something beautiful. I don't even know how to describe it to you, but if you would take the very best of art, the very best artists that we have in Utah and from beyond coming together to share their art for the good of others. They've partnered with Community Nursing Services to create what we call Art and Soup. And for me, it's one of the most lovely events that we have in Salt Lake City. So I want to introduce to you our guest today. We have Marty Blundell. Marty, who's a fantastic painter. And we appreciate, Marty, you coming today. Thank you mm-hmm. for being so nice. <laughs> one, of our, one of our featured artists, I should say, He's with Art and Soup. He artist. is the featured artist. And I'm looking at one of his pieces of work right now, pieces of art that we'll talk about. Kimberly Dancy is also our guest today. She is the Vice President of Business Development for Community Nursing Services. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kimberly. Yes, thank you for having me back. Now, how many years have we had Art and Soup in the community? This year is the 30th. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. So Community Nursing Services has actually been serving patients in their homes for 90 years this year. When we say serving patients in their homes, let's talk about that uh, umbrella goal, that uh, the services that CNS provides. Right. So we do home health and hospice in patient homes. We also can do infusion pharmacy. Uh, we do immunizations out in the community. Our goal is to really help the Utah community be healthy. And, and of course, I began with this kind of long-winded introduction. But for me, when I see a community come together that says, taking care of people at their most vulnerable stage when they're at home and they need is something that we all want to be vested in. And so Art and Soup for me is a beautiful representation of that because you have artists of the quality of Marty Blundell coming together and saying, let's for a, a moment, a few days, um, help each other with this. So Marty, how long have you been familiar with the Art and Soup event in Salt Lake? Well, I've been familiar with it for quite a while. I haven't been involved. This is my third year to be involved. Uh, but I have some friends uh, uh, that have been involved uh uh, in this project for quite some time. Tom, Tom Hacking is an old friend of mine from, from business. We used to do print work together and, and other kinds of things. And he's one, he's on your board and yeah, you kind of valuable. Yeah, you the event a few years ago. So yeah. when they talked to you about it and said, you know, Marty, um, here's what's happening. We've got community nursing services that needs help. We need to make sure that we raise more money to provide services to those who are most vulnerable in our community. And we can do that with partnerships from not only artists, but from restaurants. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Ha- did you know about CNS prior to that? No, not not really. I mean, I I, I knew my friends uh, had been some artists had had been in it, and and I talked to them. Uh, one of your long time, uh, Larry Winborg and his son, you know, been there for a long time doing it, and I knew I knew that was going on. But I had I wasn't really making a lot of fine art at the time, running business, you know, going all over the place, and and when I got closer, I had a friend uh, down in St. George that opened a gallery, and he said, "Oh, why don't you start." Making some landscapes for me. I need some paintings, and so. How long ago was this? Oh, this is about uh, maybe ten years ago. You've only been painting for ten years. Well, not really. I got a degree at the U. Okay. Uh, uh, back in 1975, but that was in printmaking and drawing. 
And uh, so uh, I, I, I did that, and then I, uh, I started graduate school. But uh, our oldest son, our, our oldest son, got leukemia. And so I, I, I felt like I had to bail on graduate school uh, to keep things going with him. And uh, so, uh, and then quick, quickly thereafter, I started a, a, a business in, in design and, and uh, illustration. So I'd been doing all of that kind of stuff for, for all of these years. I really wasn't out of art, but I wasn't making paintings all, all, all that much. And so I started to do, you know, some of the local contests and and uh, 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 statewide exhibitions. The Bountiful had one, Springville, some of the bigger ones in the state, and I did some national ones. And just to sort of keep my hands in it, uh, you know, the Utah Arts Council has nice ones. And so I would do these and and and, and enter and and get in and win awards. And but I really never had time to to paint a lot, but. I started doing that when I got closer to saying, well, I'm going to retire more. I, I told my wife, I'm going to have to learn how to paint because uh, that's, you know, that's really what people are looking for uh, nowadays are paintings, really. Uh, so, um, but so I got involved in the art and soup thing. And I thought, well, this is, this would be perfect. My friends encouraged me. And so I, I made an application, got in. And I'll tell you, the people there at Art and Soup are so fabulous. Uh, when I say art and soup, I'm talking about CNS and all of the volunteers. You got tons of those, hundreds, hundreds of them. Yeah, and the people have been so pleasant and so so easy to work with. I've been I've, I've been amazed. It's, Thirty years of having this event come yeah. and and being held in Salt Lake City. It's at the Salt Palace and Art and Soup. You mentioned how, how amazing it is, and then you shared uh, the experience of you as a father of having a son with leukemia. There. When you have a you know terminally ill child, I mean it. I mean it'll wake you up real quick to about how important healthcare is, how important doctors, nurses, uh, health professionals are. Uh, you know the struggle that people go through uh, uh, in those situations is very difficult, and and I you know uh, uh, praise the ground these people work on, uh, walk on for the kind of work they do. Uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And you go to Art and Soup and you see some of the, you know, the testimonials in the, you know, that you put up on the big screen, you say to yourself, wow, uh, it's, it's, it's good to help. Well, and, and that's why I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm so sorry for your family's experience with your son. There, there's nothing like having someone you love suffering and in pain. There is nothing like as a family member feeling like, you could do anything if you could. What 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 else can I do to make it easier to lift their pain to make them more comfortable? And over and over again, the research is saying in our home environments we do better it, if if we can do our best to keep people home. And I know that that has been one of the missions of community nursing services is to ease that, provide more comfort, provide the excellent health care. And for many people, we can't afford that. And that's where CNS's charitable arm comes through. So Kimberly, tell us a little bit more about that. Right, exactly. Imagine being in the situation of having a child with leukemia and not having insurance to pay for the costs associated with it. So at CNS, we're raising money so that we can help patients, even if they don't have insurance, or they might have insurance, but the insurance doesn't cover a much needed service that they need. So we like to help patients regardless of their ability to pay. We take insurance and money for services. But for those people who can't pay, 
we raise charitable dollars, and all the money earned at Art and Soup go towards helping our charitable care patients. In fact, what I loved is is the money that I did donate towards one of the artists there is that I think it was 50%. Yeah, it's 30% from okay. the artists. There all of go. them are so generous. Right, so 30%. In other words, I saw a piece of art that spoke to me. And so when I commissioned that work, then I knew that the dollar figures I was giving was doing a few things. Number one, it was supporting an incredible artist because art, like any other form, if we don't become a patron and support it, it is not vibrant. And we want that emotional, spiritual connection to life that art provides us. So you get that feeling of having that ability to support that. Number two, you know that those dollars now are going to help with the charity care that community nursing services. So for me, it is a huge win-win. It's just a, a beautiful thing. What are some of the experiences or some of the services that community nursing services provides to those who can't afford it? Just a, an example. Oh, it might be a situation where someone needs speech therapy, but insurance won't pay for that in their situation. And we can send a speech therapist to their home to help them be able to communicate and talk to their loved ones again. We do uh, antibiotics. Say someone needed some antibiotic treatment. We can get that into their home. Even hospice care. A patient who's actively dying and could benefit from having a case manager and uh, medications associated with helping with pain management, we can do all of that also. And may I just share from personal experience, having had a loved one uh, fight a terminal cancer diagnosis, when you have a loving um, team member from a hospice uh, come into the home and provide additional energy and care, uh, a little bit of objectivity, some knowledge of, of what you and your family are experiencing, the caregivers are are quite tapped in emotionally and physically when we're caring for someone we love. And, and so for me, hospice care was much more than an infusion or injection or giving medication. It was elevating and, and lifting and, and encouraging the entire family unit who was involved in the care. It's so a peace of mind. And hospice stays involved even after a patient dies for 13 months with the family. It's a wonderful service. And people without money should be able to get it, or insurance should be able to get that service too. For those who just joined us, uh, we're joined in studio today with the Vice President of Business Development of Community Nursing Services. That's Kimberly Dancy. We just heard from her. Also, Marty Blundell, who is an award-winning artist, he, he talked about his journey and much of his artwork, in fact, all that I've seen is landscape, but we'll talk a little bit more about that if he's done some others, because you're going to have a chance to see Marty's work in addition to the artwork of many other artists at the event, which we're talking about, which is called Art and Soup. Let's talk about the event. Well, then we'll talk a little bit more about that. Art and Soup is when? March 20th is our premiere opening night. So someone who'd like to splurge on $200 tickets and come see the art first and dine on lovely food at the Salt Palace. Could food was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. awesome. I'll tell you. Surrounded by beautiful art. Artists. Yeah. And it's uh, the fancy night. Yeah. And then the next two days, the 21st and 22nd, we have sessions at lunch from 11 to 2 and in the evening from 5 to 9. And at th- those days, we have 26 restaurants who will be serving samples of soup around the border of the room. So people who visit us will be able to shop with the artists and then also stop and have samples of soup okay, from I, all those restaurants. You can't restaurants. just use the word soup because I, I need to tell you. <laughs> Things like blueberries and mushrooms, you never imagined them being together. They might be there. So you have some of the most extraordinary, we'll talk about artwork, some of the most extraordinary chefs from restaurants around the valley 
and catering services around the area that have uh, up the ante when it comes to creating the food that they're serving at Art and Soup. There is actually a, a competition for them as well. But there is uh, the palate, I'll just tell you, uh, you're going to have a hard time choosing a favorite because it's everything from spicy soups to, to gourmet soups that you've never tried before that are extraordinary. So give yourself an extended lunch break or an extended dinner hour and fully enjoy what you can sample and enjoy from all those restaurants. How many yes, again? come with an empty stomach mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then walk around looking at all the artists work and then you're ready to eat again. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so 26 restaurants and their donations incredible. They're donating all the soup that they're serving plus their time. So we're really grateful for the generosity of our restaurants also. I think what I loved also about that, besides for those who know me well, know that I really love food. I really love uh, great tasting, interesting tasting food. And uh, what I loved is it gave me a chance to get to know um, the, the food and the restaurants that were in our community that I might not have been aware of. You know, that double take, let me get that card because I plan on coming back a little bit later. So it is really a, a wonderful way to, to sample the best of, of what we had. It wasn't just soup, so I remember there were some desserts. Were you have yes, dessert? desserts. We have some bread companies. Uh, cakes La Fleur often wins the best dessert. People love their cakes. Well, and you can buy the cakes. It, I'll tell you that because when I'm when I'm, I'm there, I have to take some of the cakes home <laughs> for the people I love. It is so good. Are you a cake La Fleur? Uh, you know, I'm still remembering the lobster bisque soup from <laughs> last year. Yeah, it I was like the terrific. savory. It was so terrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think there was two one year I went. I thought there was two lobster bisque. I'm just going to keep going from this table <laughs> back over here. Hope they don't recognize me as I'm back with another mm-hmm. another spoon. But yeah, that does happen sometimes. And this year, the restaurants are going to sell gift certificates if they'd like to. And they'll also donate 30% of the gift certificates to the Charitable Care Fund. That's- so it's like you can... Get a gift certificate as a gift or go out and eat yourself at the restaurant and also help our charitable care patients. This is great. I know from from our building here in Bonneville, and we're just about a block and a half from the Salt Palace, so maybe an eight-minute walk. Uh, this is a great time for you to grab your coworkers and go do something really enjoyable together, mingle. Even if you have a 30-minute lunch break, very possible for you to come and explore. You might want to come back later that night or the next day because there's so much to explore. But it's a unique time. Artists from all across the state, all in one place, those who are invested in sharing into community nursing service, this great food. And then within two and a half, three days, it's it's gone. So it's just a rare time for us to do this. Tell us again the dates of Art and Soup. So March 20th is the premiere night and the 21st and 22nd is the two-day event. And those tickets are a great value. They're only $20 for all the food you can eat. I'm always stuffed at the end of each session. But with a smile on your face. Yes. Happy, and happy where do stuffed. we get the tickets for Art and Soup? So our, you can buy them at the door, but you can also purchase them in advance at CNS. Uh, at our website, cns-cares.org. cns-cares.org, the tickets for the event Art and Soup. Joining us in the studio, Marty Blundell, one of the artists. I mentioned that you do landscapes. So what was it about? I know you said your friend in St. George said, why don't you uh, give landscapes? You're in southern Utah. So, of course, you're the every canyon, every mountainside, every hillside is giving you 75 hues of, of, of peaches. I started my career uh, making... Um, um, collage drawings and, and uh, prints, and they were collaged images, uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, experiences in life that are collaged together. And, and uh, I was doing that for a long time, and 
And uh, uh, but when he said, "Hey, I need some landscapes," I thought, "Well, I can do that, and I'll help you out." And and I had traveled so much down south to southern Utah, working that uh, you know, I was, when I first started doing, it, I was so fascinated by the landscape, and so I thought, "Well, these things are uh, are of interest to me. I'm going to give it a go." And I could also make bigger paintings of landscapes than than typically what I was what I was working on, but. Uh, so I started, you know, uh, you, you you take a trip down to St. George and you see the center part of, of the state and the and, and the agrarian, uh, the whole uh, landscape that's going on there. But if you happen to go down to Hanksville or Bullfrog or uh, the Lake Powell area or Four Corners, uh, uh, all of these places, when you look at Utah, the, this this alpine world that we have up up close to us where we live here on the Wasatch Front is way different than the desert experience that we have. And and that contrast, I guess, maybe sparked something in me. And I like the colors and I like the quiet and and all of the things that were going on on with that. But, and besides that, um, the atmosphere sort of took me over. Uh, I, I remember going down to, to Boulder, uh, not Colorado, excuse me, Boulder, Utah, you know where that is. Um, and uh, with my wife, and and we drove from St. George uh, towards Boulder and the Calf Creek Falls area. And it was evening, and a thunderstorm was rolling through, and this this gigantic uh, uh, energy that was in the sky, the you know these dark clouds and the white cumulus clouds that were that were building, and against the red rock and the shadows and all of that, uh, you know, I took a few pictures of it and made a couple little drawings, and and ultimately that experience turned into a painting. Uh, now, you know, my work is not, uh, super realistic, although it's, it's, uh, founded in, in realism, but, uh, but I am, I'm also painting in a different way, painting in more of a modern way, applying paint heavily with paintbrush or, is it oil? Or palette, palette knife. Yeah. Most of my paintings are oil paintings. I'm looking at one, you call it a study. So, so yeah. in other words, as you are preparing to possibly capture something in front of you that's beautiful, you might, uh, paint only a, an eight by ten of one focal point and explore the colors and the hues and which I'm looking at right now and having being someone who has lived in Utah I've lived here about 26 years but I've only been exploring uh, parts of southern Utah in the last five years I've just most of my experience has been in the hub of where we're at or I'm on the road headed to southern California and I've missed the glory and the beautiful and the majesty just this this one that I'm looking at right now it you know it it reminds me you you mentioned the the I don't want to say desolate because that's that's almost a negative word that sense of solace and communing and quiet that you can feel when you're standing in front of a couple sage bushes with the the bright orange hues of the mountains behind you and then the, maybe it's Zion behind the darker mountains behind but that's so, so unique to us this open area and that ability for us to quiet ourselves and you capture that in yeah, your landscape. The, the landscape is so broad it's so uh, so big you if you drive on the border of Arizona uh, from say uh, uh, down in uh, um, Canab to towards St. George uh, uh, it's an amazing sight there and and uh, special times of the day, you know, when sunset or sunrise or when shadows are strong and, and uh, the light in the evening is so uh, warm. Uh, uh, I sort of got caught up in all of that, all of that color. And so my paintings uh, typically have been brighter uh, and, and I've charged it up a little bit, pushed the color a little bit and used uh, uh, some contrast there that, that uh, 
I just think sort of charges up the experience that ha- people have when you're down there because oftentimes you can be in awe of it all. Uh, spectacular. So. so as a featured artist, Kimberly, so we'll... I wish I was the featured artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have that oh, talent. Da, da, da. <laughs> Marty Blundell. And by the way, your webpage, is it Marty Blundell? Yeah, it's martinblundell.com. Okay, Martin. Blundell, B-L-U-N-D-E-L-L.com. When I, we're describing the landscapes, go to that site. Start taking a look at those landscapes. Since Martin is mm-hmm. the uh, featured artist, will his work be auctioned off on the, the, the night? Or tell me a little bit more about uh, how his work will be displayed. Yeah, so he will have a booth like the other artists and selling his art. So lots of opportunity to purchase from him. But he's also donating a piece 100% for auction. So on that first night, we'll be auctioning a piece of his that he's generously giving to our charitable care fund. How beautiful is that? It was interesting. I was just walking through uh, one of our VA hospitals in southern Utah County in the uh, Salem area, Payson. And as I walked the halls to go visit a friend of ours who is there with Parkinson's now, um, everything on the hallways were, were landscape images. And I thought, isn't that beautiful that even though they're inside and unable to go outside anymore, that we've brought the beauty of the outdoors to their life. And I think that's what art does for us, whether whether it's a, a landscape or whether, uh, you know, it may be something of a, an up close of a, of a flower, is it reminds us of the beauty of this world and kind of connects that to us rather than having the walls around us that keep us trapped in, indoors. Just. The interesting thing about the show is that uh, all kinds of people come. Uh, Sculptors and woodwork. Yeah. Everybody and the and the and the group of people that are there. I'll tell you, there's some great artists, and I noticed the people that you brought in this year. Three new artists are terrific people, uh, uh, you know, that are well respected in the community, and and so I, I think it's a chance for people to come and and you can go to a gallery opening and maybe talk to an artist and kind of do things, but you can stand right with the artist and talk about their work. And talk about how you feel about it. I've been so uh, surprised at how many people come through who want to experience art for themselves, not only by being a collector or purchasing, but also people who are painters or want to be painters or draw people that want to draw or experience the creative kinds of things that, that are potentially there. And, and uh, uh, so it's a good chance for people to, to talk to artists and talk about art. I, I'm a lot glad of people want to know how you make it. Exactly. To me, it, it brings the barrier down so yeah. that I can actually walk up and go, how and why? And, yeah. and, and sometimes it's, such, it's a more casual atmosphere to be able to answer, ask those questions. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I had some lovely ladies come through last year who are, who are painters from uh, Los Angeles and have some connections up here in Utah, and they came by and and were asking me, uh, um, how are you keeping this color so charged up? And I said, well, you know, and I think most of the artists are willing to share some of these things that they do. I said, well, I only paint uh, on my palette. I only paint with um, uh, five colors. Uh, so, and they're very primary colors, and you mix all the rest of them plus white. And, and I said, as soon as you start using uh, earth tones or, or black in your paintings, they start to get dull down you a little did. bit. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to to talk art really with people that come around and I think they get a better uh, appreciation of how it's being done by working artists and 
uh, it answers some of their questions about how art is built. And so it's a, it's kind of a, it's a fun experience. I had a lot of students come, kids that are going to go to the universities and want to know about uh, what's going on. And great how, lunch dates and, 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 exactly. and date night because you are milling. Yeah. You know, art festivals are fantastic because it gives us a chance to see art as well. But this has a completely different feel. It's indoors. It's a community of people. You're mingling casually, comfortably, yeah. approaching and looking at other art, enjoying. And I love that differentiation with art and soup. It's just fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I love fun. talking to the artists too. And another fun thing we do is a quick draw. So some of the artists at the lunch and dinner sessions will actually create a painting while the audience is watching. So And they could do it in an hour. It's amazing the artists can pull something together so quickly. So you and, do have a front stage where the quick draws will be or where the auctions? There's a stage. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of a stage in the round this okay. year. But oh, we have good. a stage where the quick draws will happen. And then those quick draws are auctioned off. So a guest could actually watch the painting be created and then take it home. Wow. We have just a couple of minutes left. I guess I need to make sure that we've gotten all our information out. For those of you who joined us, we are talking about Art and Soup. We've been joined in the studio by the uh, award-winning, beautiful landscape artist, uh, Martin Blundell. We've been calling him Marty, but you can find him at martinblundell.com. Also joining us, the Vice President of Business Development of Community Nursing Services, Kimberly Dancy. So we have the event coming up. Let's repeat again the dates and where to get more information. Yeah, so the best place to get information is our website. It's cns-cares.org. And uh, on there, there's a whole description about art and soup, and tickets can be purchased there as well. For the gala the evening before, which is that you were saying, great food, great environment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the evening before, first so, chance to auction, to bid on the beautiful work that will be there. Exactly, and that is March 20th in the evening. And then the two-day event is more affordable. It's uh, on the 21st and 22nd, and that's lunch and dinner time for $20. And people get to experience 26 restaurants. There'll actually be 50 artists there. So you can visit a lot of artists at the event. And the art that you purchase and the food that you purchase and the gift certificates you purchase, 30% will go directly to the charity charity arm of Community Nursing Services to take care of people in need in hospice care or whatever type of home health care that is needed. Again, more information is at cns-care.org. We want to see you at Art and Soup at the Salt Palace. And we're excited to see you there, Marty Blundell. Stop by. I will. And Stop then, by and we can talk. I'd, I'd love to. Thank you for <laughs> sharing your study with us. I know over the radio you can't look at it, but you certainly can see it in person when you go to Art and Soup at the Salt Palace in, in just a bit. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Yes, thank you.